signals on it's 1.3 Lagos talks. My name is Adil Miyoshiji. There's a new cuisine in town. A glass of wine, a cup of coffee, and if you're like me, a glass of smoothie. With signals served on Lagos Talks 91.3 every Saturday at 10 a.m. Your mind will dream again. Welcome back to Signals on 1.3 Lagos Talks and my name is Adiomi. Uh, so this morning we'll be looking at money-making recipe. <laughs> it's a story. No, yeah. What did we come up with? Yes, now my people and I were juggling it. I said, okay, let's just come up with this. I have someone with me who... Yeah, it was building a lucrative business and getting finance for your business. That's what we're looking at as a topic. But anyway, it is... The managing director of and CEO of um, Fastizers Food and Confectionaries Limited is a certified projects manager with over a decade of professional experience in information technology and entrepreneurship. His leadership assets have fortified the business expansion with the company spreading into new markets and extending its product portfolio. He studied the uh, ah, so you went to Lasso. Interesting, <laughs> greatest Lasso, right? <laughs> Um, so he started his career with the financial services and tech company and subsequently garnered years in banking. He quit his banking job in 2014 to join his wife, who I have to go and look for. I has to be here very soon. So if you're listening, I'm coming for you. Um, studying in studying the business. He has an MBA from LBS and is, is a technology enthusiast with a passion for startups and SMEs. And from time to time, he, he provides strategic advice strategic advice and direction to many aspiring entrepreneurs now the beauty of this discussion is we're going to be looking at a love story that started in school that became a business from less than less than 1000 naira and um, they grew you know that thing that we used to all those cookies that we used to eat in the uh, mommy will make and and they felt like okay so this thing can become money so they did that and um, they have become homegrown made in nigeria welcome to signals antony bola lonce so uh, where do i start from <laughs> where do i really start from now the discussion this morning is money making recipe and you you and your lovely wife have been able to build something out of um, nothing and say that oh you want to sell Want to feed her belly. Now, this is it. Before I start all the hard questions, let's go back to how you started. Why did you quit banking job? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, good morning, everyone. Um, so, this business started some 15 years ago. Um, my wife, who was then my girlfriend, made cookies for me in, on my 21st birthday. And we, my friend, myself and my friends really liked it. And I was telling her that, see, you can make money from selling cookies, you know. And she was like, no, 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 no. I just want to make it for friends. I want to make it for family and all of that. 
fast forward five six years after um she quit after nysc um she got this job with a cake company and she was making cakes for parties and then um it crossed her mind that she could make and sell cookies which she then began um she started with a thousand naira actually 916 naira to make the first set of there are okay. about one dozen of cookies mm. you know, that she sold to her sister's friends in the office and that's how this journey began you know from 916 naira from and one dozen we started increasing in volumes till between 2010 to 2014 in 2014 the business had grown significantly and then i realized that it might be a bit difficult for us to take the business to the next level with high loan managing the business then i was on the bank what was the deciding factor was some of the wastage that we were we were that we were getting during production and i thought to myself that the waste that we're getting from this business in a month was more than my monthly salary <laughs> you know and that if i was able to come into this business if i don't even add any other value but i'm able to reduce waste mm. it, it will be it will go a long way and it will add more value to the business so i pitched my my proposal submit my cv to my wife i said see i think it's best that i come join you to drive this thing forward and after deep thought and some consulting we decided that it was the best thing to do and then i quit banking in 2014 joined the business and here we are so when you submitted your business proposal to her what was the first response obviously she was scared you know you know there's this popular saying about putting all the eggs putting all your eggs, eggs in, in one basket, basket. it was a scary experience but i really believed in the vision and i knew that the business was had the potentials to be to you know i and then i thought i said it's not about putting all putting all your eggs in one basket if the basket is good enough you put it down then you watch it you know so we thought about it for a while you know we and then obviously remember she she was my she was my friend in school she was so your girlfriend she was my girlfriend <laughs> in school she was my classmate so we've been able to so we already understood the difference between work and play time we've studied together in in school and all of that so we knew we've had like a pre-test of working together so we knew it was something we could do and then we went for it okay so it's fun cookies now how did you guys arrive that name how did we arrive the name so how did she arrive in, at the name you know because you know back then remember it was it was this small um kitchen business she started this business from her sister's kitchen remember it was with 960 naira and then um i made up my mind that i wasn't going to jazz up her flow with a lot of branding gimmicks on and all of that so she got the name from the experience she wants people to have consuming the product she wanted to have fun exciting experience you know and it also plays in the packaging and the nature of the product if you say the product is love shaped you know so there's this love thing about this love vibe about the product and that's the experience that she want people to have okay um i'm i'm chuckling because here i have um does your cookies get more recognition in february because of his hardship <laughs> <laughs> well so what we try to do is we try to have february products you know package it for for couples. but that was not the initial idea that wasn't the initial idea it wasn't targeted at, because at that one. that pack is <laughs> no, is hardship yeah 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 so but you know 
but so we've we've had some products to get products started at February Valentine's Day and all of that. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Don't mind me. Now, as a business owner, um, so what are some of the specific measures to take to ensure that you have a good turnover? Hmm. Measures to take. Well, um, <laughs> hard one. Hard hard question. Obviously, so sales and marketing is important. Mm. You know. Um, just like what your program does, you have to put your products out there, you know, and you have to identify which need, which problem your product is solving, you know. So, and I was telling a couple of people that I had to move my psyche about just being a product company to a solution company where you are solving somebody's problem, you know. So, the moment you identify the need of your customers that you are solving, then you must also find how to let them know that you have a solution to so that then talks about marketing branding is also important is is good that you are known for something you are known for consistency you are known for quality you are known for you know sometimes sometimes you people think of branding and you think it until you go on tv not necessarily so it's just that whoever the people that do business with you the people that know you should know you as this and that is what your brand is so you must you must make your brand strong then you must have, you must be able to sell your products. Now, run me through how you went to the market with the cookies, and run me through that story. Okay, so it was it was a very very you know it's a very very interesting story. This was sometime in 2011. I was still in the bank, and um, the only customer my we had at that time were the the friend my, my sister's my wife's sister's office and a few supermarkets that uh, that were selling the product so i told my wife that see we need to market this product we need to go out there people need to know us more and this saturday um i went to her house then we we're not married mm. you know we we're not married then i went to her house and i said come let's go for marketing and she she was busy. She was busy producing. So I kept on waiting. I said, we have to do this. We have to push our products out there. And then at some point, I kind of got tired and got angry. He said, I said, you know what? Give me 18 packs. One and a half dozens. Let me go and sell this thing. I can't wait for you. Maybe we'll go again next week. I took 18 packs. And because the people were selling to a supermarket, that was my first choice. That biscuits, you cookies, you would sell in supermarkets. So I went to a few supermarkets around Okota. And the first six supermarkets I went to turned me down, you know, was Madame is not around or guy is not around. We don't want come back and all of that. So I got tired, you know, and I decided to go home. I came with the public transport. So I took a bus from Okota. I was on my way to Oshodi. But when I got to sell a bus stop on my way, I said, I've made too much mouth to my wife. I cannot go back and tell her that, um, I didn't sell anything. I have to sell this. So, I saw these people selling um, products on the snacks and, and you know, yogurt. All those wheelbarrow guys. Wheelbarrow guys on, at the bus stop. And then I went to one of them and I showed him the product. I said, look at this product. I tried to speak to him about it. That is nice. It's The, the margins were good and all of that. And the guy was a bit skeptical. He wasn't going to buy. And I knew I, had, I couldn't go away with it. I was in the bank. I was a banker at that time. I wasn't afraid. You know, to get let go of 1,800 naira worth of product. I said, you know what? Take six packs. If you are not able to sell these six packs, take this pack, each of them at 80 naira. If you are not able to sell the six packs from me, six packs by Monday, 
I'll come and buy the six packs from you at a hundred. And I said, are you sure? He said, yes. So I gave him the six packs on credit. He didn't pay. And um, he took it. And then I was happy. That at least I've, I've tried something different. But that then became a script. So I went to the second guy, the second guy beside him. I said, okay, see this product. I didn't even talk much. Just try this product. I won't talk much. If you are not able to sell it by on Monday, I will take the product from you at 100 Naira. So he picked the products. I went to the third guy. While I was introducing the product to the third guy, somebody came and said, which one is this one? Is cookies? Is it cake? It looks like cake. I said, it's cookies and all of that. I said, yeah, let me try one. So the, that, that guy paid for one pack, 100 Naira, and that motivated the, others. the, the cat pusher that I was trying to sell to. He then said, you know what? Let me pay for it. So he paid for six packs and then I left, you know. By on Monday, when I had sent the numbers to my wife, by on Monday when she was going to call, you know, they said, oh, Madam, where have you been? This product that you brought to us, it has finished since that same Saturday. Please bring 12 packs. So that's how we moved from 18 packs, you know, six, six packs to 36, 12 each. And then before the end of that same day, they had sold off. And that's how the thing took a life of its own. Okay, so I'm looking at you and top of my head is, yeah, top of my head, in my mind is, why do you believe this product will sell? Why did you believe it will sell? Okay, so there's, there's a philosophy I use for, you know, for for making business decisions like this is, I believe I'm an average guy mm. and whatever it is that I like, there are a number of people out there that would like the same thing and what i whatever it is i'm willing to pay for the number of things people out there that will be willing to pay for the same thing so when i saw the product i knew that i was going to be willing to pay some kind of premium or some kind of value for the products and then i was convinced that there are many people out there like me you know obviously looking at it now is more of some kind of market research that people would have done to do market feasibility i was myself and my friend were the feasibility market that i used for for this and that was where the conviction came from you know and then testing the market then convinced me of that conviction conviction that um that it was a good product that we had and there was a market for it okay there was a market for it what's the cost of one hundred naira okay now, when you were going to start, we're talking, before we got on air, we're talking about how the finances of the business started. Mm. Because a lot of people will be listening and say, okay, it started with now and 16 RB. Okay, so how did you guys scale up? Mm. And the both of you scale up? Okay. So, um, I'll use my own story as an example. You know, there's this um, um, statement in the business where they say we borrow from friends, family, and foes. Mm. You know, so... We started borrowing from friends and family, you know. Um, Tell me how she borrowed from you first. Okay, so she came to me after everything. I said, ah, that, obviously, she told me about the business, ah, that I need 20,000 Naira, oh, I need to buy um, mixer. It was actually mixer first. I need to buy mixer. So then I was in the bank. My income wasn't too bad. So it was easy for me to borrow her. I told, so the first thing was, okay, I'll give you... 20,000 naira, and it was because of financial discipline. I'll give you 20,000 naira. How are you going to pay me back? She said, Okay, you know what? I'll pay you back um, 10,000 10, naira for two months. So I gave her 20,000 naira. She, in two months, she did pay me back. And then she came again and said, Okay, I need to buy oven. So, how much is oven? That time, oven was about 40 something thousand naira, secondhand kitchen oven at um, Ladikpo. So, so I borrowed her 40,000 again. 
and we did buy the kitchen oven. This was your wife at that time. She wasn't yet. She wasn't yet. She, she was wasn't yet. Girlfriend. She wasn't yet. So she was girl. It was still girlfriend. But I did believe in the vision, you know. Mm-hmm. So I gave her, and then um, she did pay back again the forty thousand, you know. And then she then came and said, um, we needed to buy a bigger mixer. Now we need to. Be, we've been buying secondhand mixers, and they kept on breaking down. That we need to buy a bigger mixer. She had paid me back for the first one, and that was about two hundred thousand. And then that was more than my salary at that time. So. I couldn't raise that. So I need to go to my own, within our own network. So I went to my brother, you know, she went to her sister. And then, but one thing we did was, we didn't just go and say, our brother, come, we are doing business, come and give me money. I went to my elder brother and I did a, a three-quarter of a page business plan. I said, sir, this is what we are doing with money. We, this is what we are doing as a business. We need 200,000 naira for to expand this business. This is how much we are making in a month. And if you're able to give us 200,000, even if we don't make anything else, from what we are making, we'll be able to pay you 20,000 naira every month for 10 months. And then we'll give you an interest. My other brother, that will give you an interest of 10%. So I kind of made a business case to him. And I'm sure he believed in the vision or he just wanted to encourage me as a young guy. He did give me the money and we were able to pay back just as we have promised. We did the same thing. We called, borrowed the hundred thousand naira from her sister, and we were also able to pay back using the same model. So that was how we raised the first set of money funding from friends and family. The next after that, we then needed somewhere around four hundred thousand because we needed to move the business from the kitchen where she was to some kind of somewhere else that it wasn't a kitchen at that time. So we, I. Still as a banker, I borrowed money with my name. So I borrowed money for the business, but with my name. I borrowed um, from a microfinance bank about 500,000 naira at that time. And, um, you know, so I was paying... The claim was that the cash flow from my own earnings were going to pay back. But I told her that I'm not paying back anything for you. That if the business cannot afford to pay back this loan, then there's no need to take it because you will then run into trouble. Mm. So... That was 500,000. So in space of about, with interest and all, in space of about one year, we paid that also using the same model that borrowed money from my brother, about 50,000 naira every month. And in space of about one year, we paid it up. And so that's how we graduated. And we then needed about a million naira. And then we used the same model. Then mm. we then needed about 5 million naira. At that point, even my, my cash flows as, as a banker could not borrow 5 million naira. Then we needed to, we then had to, we could then bring the business to a bank and say, see, our cash flows that we want to borrow five million now to buy oven and all of that they will act for collateral we're able to negotiate for the asset that we're buying to be the collateral mm. for it so you know it's not every time that you would have to use your land land or anything sometimes if it's inventory you might be able to use the inventory as collateral you might be able to use the asset that you're buying as collateral so that was what we did for the first um financing that we got from a bank and then that's how did you reject goes. bank money at some point obviously so um <laughs> I like that. Ah, oh, okay. I hear you. In 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 two ways, you know, there are, there are a number of times because what we try to do is, you know, back money is not free money. At no all. matter the amount you take from the bank, you return it. You must pay back. So mm. what we always do is, bank. Sometimes bank will come and say, "How oh, don't you need money?" We will look at it and say, "How does this fit into our cash flows?" If we don't need the money, we will reject it. But the one I shared with you <laughs> was um, a particular case where um not too far not too long ago where we we took a loan we took a four-year loan from our bank and um, from our bank and then 
um, we got to some point where we looked at the our cash flows and we discovered that if you look at the interest they were paying on this loan, we could afford to do without it. So mm. we then called our bank and said, you know what? We don't need this but. money anymore. Please take your money and just let us be. And then that was it. <laughs> it signals on it 1.3 Lagos Talks. My name is Adeomi and I'm still speaking with Bola Lawson from Fast Teasers Confectionaries Limited. That one is Advato. You pay me. <laughs> anyway, um, if you have a message, if you have a call for him, it's 0091913913 or 0809220913. Zero eight zero nine. WhatsApp us on zero zero nine two three four five nine one three. Hello, good morning. Hello. Okay, you can tweet at us at Lagos Stocks nine one three cc at Young Cerebral. Send your WhatsApp messages to zero eight zero nine two three four five nine one three. Well, back to you. Uh, so we've we've spoken about the beginning the scale up and then the finances now for a lot of us we do not have that financial discipline what can we do about it what should we learn first in terms of gaining financial discipline so um in my own opinion you must always look at the big picture Mm. you know so when one of the first things we started with was earning a salary you know so what happens is when you have a business you would sometimes struggle to to separate the business from self, self, you know. And then you just see that the business money is your money, you know. And as you know, expenses, bills, family and all will keep on coming. If you don't put some kind of structure, you would end up spending your capital and then you find yourself struggling, you know, to, to keep your business afloat. So the first thing we did is have a salary. The next question is how much should your salary be, you know, it might some a, a lot of times when you are working for yourself, your salary should be enough to take care of your basic needs, especially when you are starting out. So, um, um, which is what we which is what we started with. Because at the end of the day, if your business booms, the finances from your business you then do profit and dividend and all of that, but at least it's more you are you can plan for it. So mm. find get an amount that you you think you can be comfortable that can meet your basic needs. And be very very prudent, which is one thing that we that really helped us, you know, to to that have really helped us. How old is this business? It's nine years now. Nine years. Hmm. So, this is Nigeria, and we we understand that our economy can fluctuate at any time. Has the economy affected the business? Wow! 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 So one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> that's because it's a big wow, you know, because um, 2016, 2015 into 2016 2017 was huge it was huge for the business um obviously um we are into manufacturing of of snacks so we use raw materials like flour like sugar margarine and all of that and you know ending 2015 if i'm right dollar was 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 somewhere around uh, 160 naira at the end of 2015 Going into 2018 January, dollar was 500 naira. So, and flour had flour had every of our raw materials had import import content. So, even though we're not buying importing raw materials, mm-hmm. we were, we had import content. Flour had import content. With sugar had import content and all of that. This moved us from a extremely profitable position to 
almost in lost position because your cost of raw materials doubled. Mm. Doubled, went up 100%, you know. So that's had, a, that's had a huge impact on the business and then you have to look at all your financial engineering, all, all the ways you can to minimize operation costs so mm. that you'll be able to cope with those challenges. How is it now? Well, it's much better, you know. Um, you know, they say necessity is the mother of invention. Before. So you be, then begin to look for creative ways, you know. you know. I think that the dollar had come down a little bit. So, you know, when you wake up in the morning, after praying for your children, you also pray that the dollar doesn't go up significantly, you know. And then you've also looked at different ways to be more efficient. You know, that's the only thing. If you're not more efficient, you will not survive in, 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 in this, this sector, in this country. Okay, it's zero eight zero nine one nine one three nine one three or zero eight zero nine triple two zero nine one three or zero eight zero nine two three four five nine one three. If you have a question for Bola Lawson, is here before we wrap the program. Now, uh, okay, it's still signals on it's one point three legal stocks, and we're talking money making recipe. Now, what will be your money making recipe? <laughs> you know that was coming. You know, okay. So money making recipe. Right? It's money in his recipe now. Chicken it was kitchen recipe <laughs> that you guys did and it blew out. Okay. So number one is hard work. You know you Everybody know, says hard work. I wish it was hard work. You need to you need to work hard, you know. You need to be resilient, you know, because tough times would come. You know, challenges will come and mm-hmm. I've never hardly do you make a plan and your plan works hundred percent. You understand? Mm-hmm. So you must be resilient enough to know that just in case my plan doesn't work, um I'm, I have other plans, I have I have other things I need to do. You need to be prudent, you know, because if you spend off all your capital, then you will not have money to invest in, in growing your in your business. Um, you need to have a strong savings culture, you know, and I think I, I, I value my wife and partner for that because mm. no matter how terrible things are, you must save. Even if from a hundred naira, you must save five naira, from a thousand naira, you must save a hundred naira because that is what people say. Ah, the money is too small, I cannot save. No, it is a discipline. If you don't, if you cannot keep wealth, you know, um, you cannot grow wealth, you know, and, um, and, most importantly, you must learn to spend less than you earn. You get so I think for me that is the ultimate recipe, which is see, spend less than you earn. You know, it sounds easy to say, you know, both as individuals as businesses, you know, till now I still don't maybe it's a personal preference. Till now I still don't fly business class, not because I cannot fly business class, because I'm like, okay, what why am I trying to fly business class? For some people, for some people in some businesses, they need to fly business class class because of the brand they are building so i'm not saying there's anything wrong with flying business class i'm just saying that you must be prudent with your spending you know i don't have a range rover or any of those things and you know those are things that you know when people begin to get mileage in business you want to get the biggest cars you want to start building a house you want to do all of those things so you know it's important that you be able to manage your expenditure you know even as a business also so before we make financial before we make payments we must look at how does this fit into if the money that is coming in is not so much then we begin to cut on some spending and you continue to watch on that so that is what i would say then most importantly is who do you a little bit hello good morning hello yeah hello good morning good morning yeah my name is 
Anthony. Okay. <laughs> Anthony, where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Yaba. Okay. Question or comment? Well, question for, I think, Mr. Lawson. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, good morning, sir. Morning. I think I have heard this story before. I don't know. It kind of warms my heart a lot whenever I hear the, the farm cookie story. And, okay, the last, I heard you have a big factory in Abara. Yes, we do. I don't know how big the factory is, but the person who told me that it's a big factory. Okay, now, it's Now, considering big. that this is a business that started from someone's kitchen, mm. I, I want to know how the factory part came about. I really want to know. Please give us more detail. Okay, thank secondly, you, Tony. Oh, sorry. Secondly, then when you look at your operations generally today, everything you do with regard to your products, what's like the biggest pain points? What, what's your biggest problem? Mm. Okay. Uh, it could be Just that's what I want to know. Thank, and thanks for inspiring us with your story. Okay. Okay. So on WhatsApp, I have an hashtag signal. Good morning, Sam. I'm Ken from Ibadan. I'm really happy to hear your guest. I have learned to be very prudent in my business so as not to spend from my capital. Okay. You want to answer, Anthony? All right, Anthony. Thank you so much. Um, Pause. Let me take another one so that you take everything together. Is zero zero nine one nine one. Three nine one three or zero zero nine triple two zero nine one or zero zero nine two three four five nine one three. Go ahead, please. All right. So, um, thanks, Anthony. Um, so the factory journey, it's okay. So you know, like like I said earlier on, we started from my wife's my wife's sister's kitchen not even our kitchen i hope you have paid royalty <laughs> <laughs> i've paid it i've paid in numerous ways <laughs> so um so the first thing is we moved from from that kitchen to um two shops in oshodi that was the first move so the, the i'm this is a build up to the factory we moved from the kitchen to two shops in oshodi um after about a year those two shops became too small so we went to our landlord, said that the shops were too small. We needed a bigger space. Sorry, excuse mm, me. Okay. He then gave us, we then got two more shops that were close to our existing shops. We then linked the two shops together. That was our factory at the time. Mm. Um, after a year, we discovered that the four shops became too small. So, and you remember the business was growing. So we had, fund, we had, we had been able to fund our rent from our, our, our cash flows from the business. We then discovered. Then we then decided to move to a duplex in Ajawa Estates. We we so we moved the bakery from Oshodi to a duplex that was like a six bedroom duplex in Ajawa Estates. So when you add the parlors and all of that, we had about eight rooms that we were using for production. Then, um, in about a year, the duplex became too small and it wasn't purpose built. So you know, moving things around were very difficult because you are moving products within the rooms and all of that. We, so it was clear that we needed something more fit for the vision that we saw for ourselves. So um, from our savings, then we then took, um, we then went to get the facility in Agbara. So we bought the land in two thousand and in two thousand and thirteen um, from from savings from the business. We bought the land in two thousand and thirteen, and then we then gradually began to build. You know, um, so we then took a loan. We took a small loan at that time, and then we. We, we cushioned it with, with capital from the business and that was how we were able to, to build the factory. Um, so one, one thing I would like to add is, so at that time, we were extremely, we weren't spending, maybe, so when I was, I, 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 I took about a 60% pay cut 
So when I when I came to the business, my wife was probably earning um about fifty thousand naira, even though we were making a lot more. Maybe I was earning a hundred thousand naira, even though we were making a lot more, so that we were able to build huge capital for the business, which we then used to build the factory. Okay, yeah. now the second question about the pain points. Will I say there is one? Um there are numerous we have a couple of pain points, obviously the 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 popular the usual suspects are their power uh, product is, is, is a huge pain point um infrastructure the roads to the factory is horrible so we are always having to fix uh, vehicles always having to change vehicles because, have you had to fix road well we've not gotten to, <laughs> we've not gotten there yet you know okay. we've not gotten there yet to fixing the major road but we, we hopefully as we continue to grow we might not have a choice but we might have to do that you know mm-hmm. and you know even fixing roads is not that easy because you then have to deal with ammonia and all of that even to fix roads that will help the community so you know so that that's a major power and all of that and i think changing instability in 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 in, in the economy too has been a huge challenge because mm-hmm. disposable income has dropped you understand mm-hmm. so and they were selling biscuits more or less so if the moment you don't have enough money the first thing you, if you have 100 naira in your pocket only 100 naira, the last thing you want to spend your money on is buying biscuits you first think about transport you think about even recharge mm-hmm. card you know so those are a few things that we have had to deal with in in the business okay so i have a message from whatsapp and it says good morning i have been inspired by the story being shared in the studio it shows the importance of prudence resilience and commitment to whatever one does please i'm not getting the name of the guest his name is anthony gola lonson gola lonson hey abby all right okay so that you don't get to be modern um kindly say it slowly anthony gola lonson joseph dream from unilag i also have a um, good morning man sir. my name is wilson specialist in oven mixer boiler <laughs> repair trained in south africa this is my number if you need that service guilt okay um so it still signals on it's 1.3 lego stocks we're talking money making recipe and i have with me anthony <laughs> bola Lossin. let me just call bola Lossin so that it sticks to my head um do you think before we call it up do you think that your overall profit margin is the only indicator of business growth no you know in fact it was part of the lessons part of the lessons we learned during this economic Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hi, good morning. My name is Justin. Okay, Justin. Justin, Justin. Oh, Justin. Okay, sorry. Your name are you call- okay. yes. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Legacy One. Okay. So, comment or question? Uh, comment or question. Okay, quick one. Uh, good morning, sir. Good morning. Okay, um, your story is a very inspiring one. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you made me feel good this morning because I... I'm just about launching a tech startup in in Lagos State, and I've, you know it's like a food tech company, and I've um, gotten to the point where I've exhausted most of my finances, and you know I'm like really scared of going into like taking a bank loan or something because I don't understand how all those things work, and I hear like you know when people talk about getting a loan for your for a startup for your small business that is is not a good you know it's not a good thing to do because you can't grow the business with the interest rates that comes with this loan so i don't know is there a kind of advice you can give me towards going to that direction mm. okay any the, any other one no that will be all okay. thank you thank you too okay so i have um before you take that i have um good morning Okay. Uh, no, my name is Adewumi. Michelle's program is before mine. Good morning. My name is Cyrus from 
Lucky, Mr. Anthony, listening to your story is really inspiring. That from 950, it's 960 to where you are now. That This tells me that you do not really need so much to start off a business. But one one of what you need is what you need is consistency and believing in what you're doing. I wish you more greater height in the future. Amen. Okay, so. Okay, Justin. Um, so I, I must first and foremost say that being in a tech business is is a good thing. I think that is the direction that the world is going. You know, I just got back from a conference and of young businesses um, in in Africa, organized by Stanford University, and most of the businesses in in, in that conference were tech. You okay. know, and they are doing huge things. So you are in a good space. Concerning raising capital, you must understand your business and you must understand your cash flows. If you've blown up all your capital, then the question is, you blew up all your capital doing what? And if you need financing from a bank, then you must understand you need financing for what? Because there's nothing to be afraid of in getting money from the bank. There's really nothing. As far as you look at how does it fit into your cash flows, how does it and what is your ability to pay back? You know, so, but I'd also say that if you are just starting, that it is always a better idea to consider friends and family. There are a bit more understanding, you know, to consider friends and family first. And then if you can borrow money from friends and family and you are able to pay back, then you are even proving to yourself that if I go and borrow money from a bank, I would also be able to pay back. But in a case where you don't have any friend or you don't have any family to borrow you, then you must understand how this bank this bank funding will grow your business and your ability to repay. Okay. Now that my time is up, the last question I was asking was um, profits margin indicator for growth. Now in like two seconds. Sure. Okay. Yeah, because okay. <laughs> finish that up. Okay. So, no, I said, in my own opinion, it's not just profit. Okay. You know, you, you need to look at your, your revenues, how you've been able to grow your revenues, how have you been able to grow your cash flows, how your cash, where so when I say cash, how you money that you are receiving, how have you been able to grow your cash flows, how have you been able to grow your customer base, because those are the things that, that, that actually end up indicating profit. I tell people that profit in itself is nothing. It is the difference between your ability to generate in- income and your ability to reduce expense. So if you can measure the impulse of profit, which is how much are you making and how much are you spending, those can give good indicators of how well your business have grown. Thank you. Did I make it in two seconds? <laughs> you tried. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, Well, I think we just went to class. Yeah, we just went to class one one, and um, we have been loaded. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for one believing in your wife, for believing in the vision, and for getting here. It's going to be ten next year. What do you look out for? What oh. are you looking at? Ten. Ah, the future. Because is... the business is already in twenty two states, like you, yes. like we discussed. So, the bi- the business is you know the future is very very bright. You know we are very very excited. Mm. Um, we have leveraged on the lessons of the past three years. You know we are coming out with a number of new products. Um, and we are looking to go outside the coast of of of, Afri- of Nigeria. We are looking at some West African countries also to do business with. And then, you know, I think the journey has just begun. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, the pleasure. Thank okay. you for inviting me. Uh, yeah, thank you to Dipogun for bringing you here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Oh, so like we always say on signals, before I even say that is... Remember that it's not what you don't have and don't know how to use. It's what you have and do not know what to do with it. So there's something in our hands. There's something in your hands that you can do.
I remember that I have a friend who bakes cake. Lord, I have begged her. I'm still on a case. And um, so it's for everything that you have in your hand is valid. You just know how, how are you going to use it? How are you going to make money out of it? I keep telling someone, I keep telling people that you ha- you are a bundle of talent in your, you are a bundle of talent. I keep saying that because I'm always looking for value up and down. So it's my strength, is my weakness. But however it is, like we always say on signals, dream again and have a wonderful week.